We've got the huddle with us this evening. We've got Joseph Pagani, Director at the Council for International Development, and Tim Wilson, Executive Director at the Maxim Institute. Hello, you two. Kia ora. Hello. All right, Tim, you're our Aucklander. You want to move to retail now? I'm just sick of click and collect uh, outside the warehouse. I'd love to go inside the warehouse again. Yeah, I mean, let's pull the trigger on this. I am glad, I've got to say, I am glad that we're talking about hospitalisation and ICU numbers. Yeah. Uh, we should have been doing this a long time ago. This is, this is actually, in this sense, it's good news because we're pushing through that whole case numbers thing. But I do see a bit of divergence uh, between uh, some of the public health people, like Sean Hendy this morning, uh, was talking about case numbers and, oh, it's quite concerning. So we're seeing actually a divergence of narrative from the people they used to lean on, which the public health people, like Sean Hendy. They're going, no, 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 it's about this, it's about this. I see it as a positive, but I sense a kind of unravelling in the way they're explaining this to themselves and to us. Yeah, me too. And Josie, the thing is, you know, to have the Prime Minister standing there and answering a question and saying, oh, look, the reason we're not taking Auckland to level 3.2 this week is because some people would be upset about it is remarkable because what she's saying pretty much to retailers is, yeah, yeah, we know you should be open, but it's going to annoy some people. So for political reasons, we're going to keep you closed for another week. How do they think that's going to wash with people? Yeah, I think this is what's going on because you know for, for over a year now we've all been we've all been terrified about um, COVID and now we're even more terrified about Delta, and so she's trying to juggle and the government's trying to juggle the fact that actually we've got no alternative now than to have Delta in the community and it's here. It's not going anywhere. So she's trying to soften the public up for that reality, and yet we've we've gotten so used to being scared but, that but, she's trying but to But Josie, we're so, we've been watching this outbreak for eleven weeks, oh, right? We're softened yeah, up for it. Yeah. How can you? Exactly. But, but what I want to understand is what is the political implication, Josie, of telling businesses you are staying closed for a week because some people are a little bit scared. Yeah, and also what's changed? I mean, I, I approve of the levels going down a bit now, but you know, a week out. What has changed this week or in a week's time to last week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four mm. weeks ago? Nothing. It's just polling. And so, you know, for businesses in Auckland, but not, I mean, not just businesses, people who go to work, people who, um, you know, need to, need to get out of the house for whatever reason, whether it's to go and see family, whether it's to visit family in hospital. Yeah. Um, you know, she's basically saying, uh, well, you know, Nothing's particularly changed, but, but we're going to wait another week so that I can make people less scared. Well, mm. you know. But here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal, too. It's, it's, it's always hurry up and wait, isn't it? Have you noticed that? It's mm. like, oh, this yeah. could, it's, it's like dangle. Well, well I, look, I, I, I get it. You know, you want something to work, work towards. But it just sort of seems as if this, this, this play, this mode, um, people, people are, are fatigued of compliance. I think they're also fatigued of being talked to this way and, and being dealt with can, in this way. And also, can I say one more thing, too, that, you know, she said Auckland has bought us time. Thank you, Auckland. But for what? I mean, we still haven't seen a longer-term plan. It still feels like we're running this whole thing on a crisis management plan from day to day, week to week. And, you know, what we need to look at is not just the ICU beds, not just, um, uh, you know, when the borders open and so on, but also the fact that this has exposed a very divided country. You know, Māori cases are going up, uh, you know, 
Māori health providers have been calling for a year for Māori to, to run vaccine rollouts and they were ignored until quite recently. So we're paying the price for that. So Auckland's brought us time. Let's see the plan that you were doing while we had that time. <laughs> there is no plan, Josie. You're back with the huddle, Josie Bagani and Tim Wilson. So, uh, Tim, the Prime Minister killed... I'm going to play this to you, right? She killed off the idea of her going to Auckland at all by the sounds of things. This is what she said this morning. If I were to travel to Auckland, that takes me out of being able to come back to uh, Parliament for five days because of the rules of the way Parliament is working. So I have looked at it. Um, It does impact on my accountability in the debating chamber. It impacts on my ability to front before the media. Oh, Tim, my accountability before the debating chamber, it's a recess week. There is no debating chamber this week. This is nonsense, isn't it? It, look, it, it feel it, it's a bad look. Uh, leadership is not just actually zooming into a situation. It's actually being there. It's personal. It's symbolic. Uh, there was uh, an, about a hundred uh, hundred years ago. I covered a thing called Hurricane Katrina in the mm-hmm. U.S. Uh, 2004. President Bush flew over the devastated area in Air Force One and was rinsed for it. Now, the Prime Minister's proposition that she could continue to Zoom people in Auckland is basically her flying over Auckland and saying, oh, yeah, I get a sense of the tragedy. Mm. Uh, if you compare it, if you, and, and leaders are supposed to be where the crisis is. If you compare this to the mosque attack, she was down there lickety-split. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it, Josie? I mean, often, and ScoMo tried to pull this one as well. Remember when they had the bushfires and he was like, well, you don't need me there for, uh, holding a hose. But actually, it's not about that. It's about being seen to care and being seen to be in that position. Is she going to get in trouble for this with Aucklanders or, or actually do Aucklanders not care? What do you think? I, I think it's a bit different. I disagree with you both in one respect that I don't think it's like the bushfires or the moth shooting in the sense that politically uh, Labour and the government have criticised Judith Collins, Simon Bridges for going backwards and forwards or for, for coming down to Wellington and going back. So I don't think politically they that she could go to Auckland now, having criticised political opponents for doing exactly that. So I think she's stuck. And I also think, you know, actually it probably is the right thing for having criticised others who've crossed the border and so on for her to stay still. And the final thing I'd say is that, you know, I'm not sure it would make much of a difference anyway to go up to Auckland with a tilted head of compassion, you know, sort of emphasising. You know, Mother Teresa goes to the Calcutta slums. They're still slums at the end of the day. I'm not sure that it really (laughs) would make it. Okay, Josie, I just want to follow up with one thing. I just want to follow up, though. So she won't go to Auckland because she will be out of action for five days, but then she goes to Europe in a couple of weeks. Is that going to be okay? Well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I mean, the point is she's got a problem there too, where she said don't don't travel and don't move. But I just think in this case, actually, she needs to set an example that she's told everybody else not to move. She can't move either. And actually, she's got work to do in Wellington. Sort out the stuff about no plan. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, agree Tim. With you about Mother Teresa, yeah. how could you, how could you do that on all on All Saints Day? Shame on you, Joseph Pagani. <laughs> I'm was sorry, fellow Catholic. I, I should have picked yeah. another not saint. Yes, um, you get the okay, point. So, you get the point. Tim, once again today, we've had yet another announcement about consultation, but with nothing actually being decided. And this time, it's the Let's Get Wellington Moving thing. What did you make of that? To go out there and go, hey, we've been talking about it for six years, but um, we're back to square one. Come Tim. on, Josie. You're the Wellington. Oh, me. Okay. I'll, yeah, it was I'll, you. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll jump. I'll, I'll jump in. Look, number one, four options. It's too many. 
Like, in, in terms of consulting, just give us two or three, for goodness sake. I'm actually quite glad they're consulting because would, didn't they take away all the car parks in Wellington and just say, oh, we'll consult afterwards? I mean, that's something. I think. That's true, although they have been oh consulting God. six years, Josie, yeah, on the same thing. Wellington. Yeah, this is Wellington. The last thing we need is more consultation. We actually just need people to do stuff. <laughs> so, and I think what's happened here is that the council has been, for actually decades, has been offering to do things that none of us want. So the only people who want this stuff, you've got a coalition of Greens who only want us to walk or cycle and do public transport, don't like, don't want us to do any anything in cars. Um, and then you've got another... Um, group of people in the council who hate their conservatives, they hate development, they hate intensive sort of um, development projects. All we want is a fast track to the airport um, and then we'd quite like to walk around the city where we walk but we'd also like to drive as well if we need to. So just stop offering us things like cycleways to God knows where that we don't want and just start offering us things we do want. Stop consulting, start doing. Josie, somebody's just made such an excellent point on the text machine that I have to come to you on this, right? So the Prime Minister can't go to Auckland because she set an example, but she organised the Vaxathon, which brought camera crews down from Auckland to Wellington at her behest. Mm. Hey? Yes. So I think that's right. So I think there's all sorts of political contradictions here. And I think that but the problem is that now have, having criticised Judith Collins, Simon Bridges uh, and, and David Seymour for travelling backwards and forwards from Auckland to Wellington, I just don't think she can. I'm not saying that there aren't a massive other contradictions there. And I looked at the Vaxathon with everybody doing conga lines thinking, <laughs> OK, I'm not sure we're sending dresses bananas. You know, are we really sending the right message here? OK. No, no, fair enough. All right, guys, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, Tim Wilson, Executive Director at the Maxim Institute, Josie Bagani, Director at the Council for International Development. Squid Game next.